podcast streets love me. It's more of a cheer. The podcast, 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 podcast. All right. Okay, check it out. Uh, welcome back. Uh, I know the podcast streets uh, missed me. Um, just want to tell y'all uh, thanks for holding down the fort the uh, while I was gone. <coughs> oh, God, attacked. While I was gone by uh, the past two weeks. Uh, so I missed talking to y'all about the uh, Super Bowl All-Star Weekend. Um <laughs> Oh, God, I'm so, so sorry. Um, But there's plenty of stuff to pick up on. Um, But I'm going to crack y'all off with sports, right? Let me give you a little sports. And for all the ladies that listen to the podcast who might not really be into sports like that, this will give you something different to talk about at your office. Maybe with, um, if you have a male boss, maybe your boss, or maybe somebody who you're trying to impress, or somebody else who you know who's into sports, you can tell them, hey, I only check up on sports every Thursday, because um, you'll get a little bit from me at least. So, Check it out, check it out. So, the Sacramento Kings um, went and traded up everybody. Uh, The Kings traded DeMarcus Cousins, which is everybody to them. Um, He's one of only two people in the NBA uh, averaging 25 points and uh, 25 plus points and more than 11 rebounds per game. And uh, they gave up DeMarcus Cousins. In return... Uh, they sent him to, to New Orleans Pelicans, and in return, they got Tyreek Evans, uh, Langston Galloway, a second-round pick, Buddy Heald, and uh, potentially two first-round picks, all from New Orleans. Now, you're probably like, what, New Orleans? New Orleans Pelicans. Maybe you never heard of them. Maybe you have. They're a trash team, and they're giving up so much in order to get DeMarcus Cousins. That's how nice Cousins is, all right? That's how nice you can give up three legit people who you already have, plus two people who you haven't even gotten yet in order to get DeMarcus Cousins, and he's worth all of it. So the Kings got a boatload of new talent, and they're already a bad team. Uh, They just had a really good guy on the squad. So they're definitely rebuilding. Um, The Pelicans, remember I said that uh, DeMarcus Cousins was only one of two people in the league uh, currently averaging over 25 points and over 10 rebounds. Um, He joins the other person in the league, which is Anthony Davis, averaging over 25 points and 10 rebounds. Um, This basically... uh, is gonna is gonna shore up the chances that the Pelicans make the playoffs. I think this is the Pelicans' first playoff run, so that's big news for the Pelicans. For anybody who's looking for a new team to bandwagon jump off, uh, to jump on, jump on the Pelicans. Uh, they probably won't be nice for another four years. Um, I mean, like you know, championship nice four or five years, but you were there early, okay, and you saw it coming. Um. So that's a big plus. Uh, the Lakers fired uh, Mitch Kupchak. Uh, he was their general manager. They named Magic Johnson uh, the president of basketball operations. And and don't worry, we're going to get more into Magic later on. But this is a big move. Magic already contacted Kobe to give more advice to the players. He already made trades. He got in the office. He traded Lou Williams. So a lot of the ladies out there know who Lou Williams is. He used to rap. Uh, he used to play for the Sixers. Uh, but they traded him to the Rockets. Uh, so now they got themselves another three-point shooter because Lou can shoot the three. Um, so that's a big plus for them. Um, of course, in some uh, football news, because I won't leave you with all this basketball. No football. The Dolphins acquired Julius Thomas. Julius Thomas used to play for the Jaguars. He was a tight end. If uh, Once again, if you're not familiar with sports, uh, they are the m- closest 
uh, offensive option for the quarterback. They line up on the left and right sides. Um, they're normally used for blocking, but Julius Thomas is a good uh, threat for catching the ball. Um, and even though he had a rough season last year, this is a, a, a huge plus uh, for the Dolphins, who have been trying to shore up some good offense uh, for their squad. All right, so that's a little bit of sports news um, for you. Um, well, we got we got plenty of uh, we got plenty of other things to get into. Uh, first and foremost, uh, since we're going to get into entertainment, uh, let's just kick a little old school. This Black History Month, we got to give a big, 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 big happy birthday shout outs to Nina Simone. Her birthday just passed, and of course, it's in Black History Month. Um, of course, she was a civil rights activist. She was a pianist, a singer, a songwriter, and of course, uh, created the Black National Anthem. Um, young, gifted, and black. Um, Nina Simone is an icon, uh, an icon. Uh, and even though people have said a lot of things about her since her death, um, I grew up and my family is very, very close with Nina. Um, so even I myself have a lot of views on Nina. Um, but I can never doubt what she's done to inspire uh, people. And even, you know, her, her music is decades old now. Um, but it's still it's still empowering to us. Uh, so of course, of course, if you've never listened to any Nina Simone, oh my God, this is the time. Um, this is the time that you do it. So uh, in other news, Drake dropped uh, dropped. Drake had an interview with Semtex on Beats One, and he start he spoke about everything. He spoke about a lot of stuff. Um, one of the things that he did speak about uh, was. Uh, his beef with me and he went in and he talked about it he he basically was letting the world know um uh that basically meeks coming at him was was uncalled for number one drake's a good songwriter everybody knows that he's written hits for everybody alicia keys um uh beyonce i mean the list goes on and on and on right so everyone knew knew that drake could write his ass off so the whole like oh he doesn't write his own bars thing it really took drake by surprise now mind you everybody is getting help these days the fucking the fucking music industry has always been about collaborative efforts but now that we know more because of social media x y and z like we now know how much help our favorite artists are getting and now that songwriters um uh, uh are getting more and more publicity it's big that uh, we know who they are too, right? Not just the artists, but know who the songwriters are. But he basically said like he he would have respected Meek more had he, you know, addressed the issue through bars, like instead of just coming out and tweeting about it and talking about it. Eh, mixed reviews. When people say your name in bars, then they say, "Why don't you say it to my face?" And then like, "Well, why did you just say that?" Like, I don't know. A lot of times people just, you know, they say stuff. Now that, you know, it's been about a year since uh, uh, Meek's musical death, um, you know, you can say anything. But Drake definitely squashed that. Like, he, he squashed Meek's career. Uh, obviously, Nicki has broken up. Bro, sorry, excuse me. Broken up with uh, Meek. So that's dead. Um, I really don't know where Meek can go. Meek gets a lot of conversation on my podcast. Maybe because I'm from the Philly area and I really want the best for him. I really do want the best for Meek. I really don't know how to fix this Meek situation. I don't know. You know, he did a whole huge concert series, Meek and Friends, uh, at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. I don't know who the friends were. Um, 
Um, that's not shade. I just don't. I just don't know. I heard PNB Rock came up there. I, you know, uh, Gob wasn't there. Uh, you know, the boy Gob Fisher. Uh, no more. Uh, you know what I mean? African young OG now Gob Fisher. Um, you know, he wasn't there. So I don't know how popping it could have been. But you know, anyway, uh, that was a uh, Drake's thing. Of course, Fashion Week was also going on, and every I don't know. I don't know who trusts rappers to guide um, fashion lines. And I don't know like how, if you can rap real well, like people trust that you understand fashion and maybe they see that you dress real well, but you could just have a beast of a stylist. So I don't know, basically Fashion Week came and Fabulous was uh, the brand ambassador. Now everybody knows Fabulous is in my top five, all right? I don't care what you say. He's in my personal top five favorite rappers to listen to because he always got bars, okay? It doesn't matter what type of song he's on. He's always got bars, and that's I always appreciate that. He doesn't give you fluff content. He's got a bunch of good songs, and if an R&B singer needs a remix and they haven't done it with Fab yet, it's not a remix. That's just how it goes, but uh, um, either way, he was the brand ambassador for New York's Fashion Week. And, of course, his Snapchat was lit, according to Instagram, because I'm loyal. Um, and he was posting a bunch of stuff, but he also premiered his clothing line. And I believe it's called Blood Sticker. Um, and the Summer Shootout edition for his clothing line, all inspired by Summer Shootout 2. So it's like comic... Um, uh, it's like a comic take on fashion. So he has like different comic characters from the su Summer Shootout uh, artwork. Um, I believe that was that was done by Emilio Rojas. Uh, shout outs to him, Emilio Rojas. He's uh, I mean, he used to rap. That dude had bars too, but now he does fa uh, fashion. Uh, damn, that just kind of kills my whole thought about how you go from rap to fashion. But either way, um, and Emily, uh, Fab's uh, on again, off again uh, girlfriend. Uh, she's Fab stylist for a long time, and she was present, and we thought that they were broken up, but they got two kids, so I guess you know. You know what they always say. You can always go back to the baby moms, I guess. Um, but they were—they looked like they were good, and I was happy to see that. I was beyond happy to see that. I mean, in the in the month of February, of course, Black History Month. Of course, it's big for Black love. But I really do like seeing Fab back with Emily. Um, that's a big move for Fab, uh, the Fashion Week, and getting back with Emily. Man, we really do need that. But I really don't know who allows that because at the same time when Fab was doing that, and I was saluting him, I saw Fetty Wap. And uh, designer and uh, what's the other dude's name? Um, Fetty Wap designer. What's the other boy's name? Uh, I can't remember his name. But anyway, I saw them in the fashion show, and I'm like, yeah, who, who, who okay's this? Like, I completely agree with some people who are um, who are like models who are thinking like all these people just like, you know bring their brand into our world and think that they can do the same thing. And it, it like, I completely agree. I think that they shouldn't be models. Like they shouldn't be models. They, they, they weren't really taking it seriously. Maybe Fetty Wap that said Fetty did his thing, but it really, uh, they weren't really taking it seriously at all. You have somebody like them who like can jump in and out of the world, whether or not it makes an impact. And they're at Philippe Pline, I think, Pline or Pline. Uh, obviously I wear sweats every day, so who am I? But they didn't really seem to kill it as compared to uh what's the boy's name? The Meeks dude, uh formerly known as uh Jail Bay to a lot of the ladies. He came out and he crushed it. Like, I mean, number one, he was in shape. Number two, he knows how to model. I don't he got a big contract and he knows how to model. Number three, 
the dude really seemed to be taking it very, very seriously. And it's kind of like, yo, we, we as people need to understand that uh, in America, America promotes you not to be a fan. They don't want you to be a fan. They don't want you to just like something. They want you to want to go and participate in it. And I, I think we need to pull that back. Like, we need to go back to just being a fan. Like, why can't we just support dope designers? Uh, why can't we watch fashion shows and be like, yo, she's a really good model? Like, you're not a model, John. Like, you're not. And I'm... You're not. And I get it. Like, they'll say, oh, well, modeling is changing and X, Y, and Z. I get it. But it's it's still like modeling. I consider modeling a, a form of a sport in a way. Like, there's a technique, right? There seems to be a technique that a lot of these models use. Uh, there seems to be a, a diet regimen, a, a workout regimen. If you ain't committing to those things, um, it kind of feels like a slap in the face of those that do commit to those things, right? It just it just does. It's, it, it's some sort of um, celebrity nepotism that you can just jump into anything else because you were you were good at this. And in the case of like designer, he ain't even a real rapper. Like does that be chant rapping? And even though like if you break it down, he is saying some stuff. But I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't know, man. You need more hits under your resume before, like uh, before you just be doing runway stuff. That's me. Could be a hater. But you know, I, I I'm I'm ex I'm excited that they got to do it. It means that they got promotion, they got publicity, and I'm not trying you know hurt you know fucking shoot myself in the foot with any future political connects that they might have and I might want. But what I am saying though is I'd like if they take the craft seriously. That's all I'm saying. Um, what else we got? Uh, man, I I really don't know how to um to address this so okay the grammys obviously happened right and like um two big things happened at the grammys besides um beyonce hit that smooth criminal lean in the chair y'all ain't want to talk about that she hit that smooth criminal <laughs> lean in the chair i wonder what we're gonna call that we're gonna call that like a smooth judge she had because she wasn't like in a, in, a, in a big old chair and shit i don't know but she leaned the fuck back in that chair her and her team of people it was like a beautiful procession um but that's not the thing i want to talk about first i want to talk about chance so chance won three grammys and chance says he's independent i'd like to say i don't believe it like i do not believe that sh that the grammys who has never awarded a grammy to an independent artist in the history of the grammys decided to give three all the chance i just don't believe that like i just don't believe it Ugh, see phone buzzing they don't believe I, I i i don't believe that that's how it went down i think that chance album was dope best rap album of the year i gotta go back and think about that some more but i do think it was close it's in the, it's in the running for sure um that versity that verse on ultralight beams <sighs> fire do i think it's the verse of the year Woo. It's top five, top seven. I'm not sure if it's the first of the year. But I'm not sure that he's really independent. I think what happened is that Chance has figured out a way to do a lot of it on his own. And Apple or KitKat or whoever, they're pushing the shit out of him. I see nobody else independent end up on Jimmy Kimmel or uh, Jay Leno. Nobody, nobody. And what it's doing is that it's giving a false uh, pretense to a lot of independent artists. Like, you got a guy like Currency. I've been a Currency fan for years, okay? For years. Currency put out 12 mixtapes last year in 2016. 12. He's already put out two this year, I think. Um, yeah, th two this year. He, 
he is a beast when it comes to recording. He puts out a lot of dope material. Some people might think, oh, well, you got 12. How can it all be great? You just don't listen to Currency. Like, dope motivational music. Mm, he's the man. I fucks with Currency. Extra hard. But he ain't never seen a Grammy stage. I'm not even sure I've ever seen him invited to the Grammys. And I get it that his music isn't transcendent the way... I just don't... Isn't transcendent the way the chances. But there's a lot of artists and bands that you ain't never heard of. Jimmy Bob and the Fulton Brothers who are getting nominated for like Bluegrass Awards, X, Y, and Z. And I listen to Bluegrass. Don't ever throw shade. Um, but they're getting nominated. I'm like, yo, but their music wasn't transcendent in their genre. Like their music wasn't... You know, I don't think it's about that. It's about playing the game that the Grammys want to play. And if you're an independent artist out there and you're listening to this or you're a manager or songwriter, producer, anything in entertainment, don't let chances success um, seem as if, like, you can do it too. I'm not saying Because <laughs> you can't do it that way. Like, the game really isn't set up for that. And as of right now, that's not how the game goes. You got to put in a lot of hard work. I'm not saying you always need a label. But the stuff that Chance is pulling off is just really, really crazy. And big shout-outs to Chance and, and, and Donnie Trumpet and that whole uh, click they got going, man. Big shout-outs if you did pull this off independent and if you didn't pull it off independently. Big shout-outs to y'all. I just don't want everybody to get caught up. Um, also, Adele. Adele had this comment about, like, oh, how you inspire my black friends, Beyonce. Oh, never want. She, want, she split her, her Grammy in half and said that Beyonce deserved it. Um, and I don't think that's wrong. Uh, Lemonade got way more play than, uh, 25. And she mentioned like, oh, how Beyonce empowers her black friends. Uh, I, I wasn't taken back by that. Um, but what I am going to say about this is that Beyonce stays getting, uh, um, knocked at the Grammys. Like, She's won a whole lot, but I don't think record of the year she's ever won that, or album of the year she's ever won that. Um, she does win a whole lot of Grammys. I'll give her that. She wins a rock, uh, a rack of them, but they don't give her that prize. And the and the truth about the difference between Adele's album that could make you want to give it album of the year and Lemonade is that Lemonade had a personal subject that was loved. And like embraced by so many. And Adele's project, it was Adele's loved and embraced by so many, but it was like you had to find out if this was the album for you. And for those that really dove deep into this Adele album, they probably found gems versus those who um who they're like, oh, everyone told them Lemonade was fire. So when they heard it, it was just fire. It just accepted it, went to the next song, accepted it, went to the next song. And I think that could have been the only voting criteria um, for the Academy. And also, if you're actually nominated, you also get to vote too, right? So if you've ever been nominated for a Grammy, you can vote. That's that's a rule. So for those who were nominated, past nominees and um, past winners, people who were there and the Academy, I think it kind of sways it because if you're looking at those songs and you go and actually play them, you think to yourself, like, wow, everyone said this Lemonade album was good, but I found myself in 25. That could be the only way to sway it, right? And I mean, once again, the Beehive, don't take away my internet. I know that's what the Beehive does. Um... But 
I'm just saying that's the only way that they gave it to Adele. That's the only way if you if if that was how people were looking at it. And I think that's how a lot of people looked at it. But what it really should do is it should inspire people. It should inspire Beyonce. It should inspire Solange. Uh, fuck around and go get go go even deeper in your album. Go even harder. Come back um, stronger. Like that's what that's what I think it should do. Uh, a lot of people might say like no it was good enough you know why we always working so hard and we shouldn't be working so hard shit we shouldn't be working so hard to please the grammys as if that's like the only way to like you know ever get uh um uh accredited uh for your hard work that's not that's not the only way and it shouldn't be the only way but if you're ever looking to find out how you can do it beyonce and you was trying to holler at your boy that's what I would do. Um, anyway, we got a, a, a few more things before I get into the real meat and potatoes um, of this. Uh, I also want to talk to you guys a little bit about love this uh, this month. Like I said, I missed y'all, so I didn't see y'all um, a Valentine's Day. You know what? I'm, just, I'm going to just jump in to the... Uh, the meat and uh, potatoes of this. So, jeez, love makes you do a bunch of crazy things, all right? So if you listen to this podcast, you can't be surprised by people's actions anymore. Like, you really can't. Like, people will do all sorts of things to get love, find love, the result of love. Some people are treating you bad because they've never had love. Um... It's not, it's not uh, something that we can just put a one one size fits all and just assume that that it'll always work out. It'll always work this way if you do it like this. It's not like that. And the reason why I want to bring that up is because I saw a lot of people popping up on the gram in like these mysterious relationships with babies. Like I, yo, I done learned so many people got babies. I was like. What you got a baby? Didn't even know. Like started claiming baby moms. Started just doing all this stuff on Valentine's Day. The day after that shit's ghost. In fact, I saw a lot of people delete the same love post that they posted because they know that people don't go back and check or whatever. I saw a lot of that getting deleted, and what I realized is that people love love is still something that people play to the chest. They keep it close to their heart. A lot of us aren't in uh, good relationships. A lot of people aren't in good relationships. They can't find love because they're meeting people who aren't, who are still in love. Like they're meeting hurt people who are hurt by past loves. They're meeting people who, who haven't really gotten adjusted um, to 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 the love that they're in, right? And 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 they don't want to accept it, so they're doing a bunch of fuckery, right? And so I was talking to a good friend of mine and she went on an amazing rant. Uh, I hope to get her on the show in like a week or two. Um, uh, but she went on an amazing rant about how she's done with fuckboys. Now, this correlates, it's related, but it's not necessarily related. But she's done with fuckboys and those are dudes who are trying to Netflix and chill her to death, right? And... These are people who don't really have a plan for the relationship. They just want to fuck. And she's saying, like, oh, they should just get ass. 
Don't worry. I'm going to tie these two back together. All right. Um. So, so the big thing is that guys should just say like, oh, I just want ass. But the times that that works, like the dudes who can make that comment, like I just want ass. Like, it doesn't work when you just want ass, right? Like, it doesn't work. What happens is you be like, yo, I just want ass. And she's like, no. Like, what? Like, okay, okay, I'm happy you are honest. You might get the, I'm happy you are honest with me. Dot, 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 dot. You ain't getting ass then, though. But you got a hard dick right then. You feel me? And you're thinking, like, shit, I didn't lay no groundwork. Like, I didn't put no seeds. This ain't even going to grow. Like, I'm not going to get no residual futuristic Vijay off of this uh, situation. So what happens is dudes will not say that. They won't say it because they rather, if it's not going to work today, they'd hope that in the future they could get that ass. So they're not going to lay down that 90% of ain't going to lay down that, yo, I just want ass, okay? The other 10% who are saying that, yo, I just want ass, like those dudes are getting so much ass that whether or not you give it to them, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it doesn't matter. And so now here you are. You could. Uh, 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 I'm sorry. Here's what a lot of ladies do. A lot of ladies will continue to fuck the dude who's like, yo, I'm just going to get asked. And what happens to him is that he never, ever decides to settle down. Because it's like, yo, why? This method works, right? This method works works and then on the other hand the same dude who's like planting the seed and getting the ass and he's a fuckboy and he can netflix and chill you to death that shit is working too like it's working so he's like why would i ever settle down right so now here comes like the in between like it's such a confusing situation i brought this up when i was in uh oh by the way i went to mexico you know because i'm fucking global uh worldwide uh, I should have done the podcast from Mexico just to stunt. Um, but you know, I wasn't gonna do that to y'all. Um, I'm just playing, you know, I was just trying to go before that wall came up and my lawn brother got remarried. Oh, not remarried, he renewed his vows. Uh, shout out to the Bowers, more power to the Bowers. Um, but a lot of people, uh, uh, think like this. They think like you gotta, it's gotta be one of the other statement made. So I brought this up at the, at the, uh, after the wedding, a bunch of us was kicking it and, I believe, even though I got attacked for this, <laughs> even though I was right, I was hanging out with some dumb people, I was right, I believe that we got to come up with a different strategy, like, it can't just say, oh, tell me you want ass, or tell me you want to be in a relationship, because when I, you know, when a lot of times I want to do is meet you, like, they don't know which one they want from you, like, you're attractive, so of course, ass would be great, right, but they don't know your value, like, so, so the conversation has to be started somewhere different. It has to be started from a different point. Even when we're getting to know each other, start from a different point. And one person says, well, I try not to bring any of my old baggage into my new relationship. That's a bullshit, okay? If you've ever been anywhere, you brought that old place to the new place. That's just what it is. That is what it is, okay? Baggage from old relationships, they're like germs. They're going to be on you regardless. Like, I don't give a fuck what your soap tells you. You got germs on you, okay? You got baggage on you. <clears throat> And it festers and it grows and it becomes something that um, maybe you never thought it was going to be. But but it, it sometimes it's bigger than you know. Sometimes it's so small, but it's very damaging. Um, and, and, and that's the thing. You can't not bring baggage. But what I think people should do is they should start talking about the baggage 
up front. This is one strategy. This isn't like the strategy. This is one strategy. The reason why I say that is because let's say you're over your baggage, but you get to listen to somebody else talk about their baggage. <laughs> you can learn a lot quickly when you allow someone to dive deep into the baggage because someone might not have that much baggage or if they say like i don't like to talk about that some shit happened right either they were super foul or the person was super foul to them and they they're still hurt that right there can be a guide for you it can you can say look i see a whole lot of hurt here even though he'd want to be in a relationship or she'd want to be in a relationship it's it's not best right now right and then you can before you even get to the whole you know fuck shit that could happen after you know dudes bust nuts or she bust nuts like before you even get to that point you 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 can you can turn it off you can say this ain't for me right you can say this ain't for me what a lot of us do we do the opposite we want to talk about everything nice up front and of course you fall in love with everything that's nice shit my resume look beautiful oh y'all be fucking in love with your boy you hear the rest but there's a lot of stuff that's there, not just with me, but for everybody, right? Like everybody's got issues, everybody's got ups, everybody's got downs. But if you hear about the bad first, it can let you better decide about the future. Also, like what I think, and I suggest this, and you know, I think a lot of women, y'all should plan the dates, right? If you've been in a lot of um, uh, Netflix and chill situations, right? And you feel like that's all he wants to do, Netflix and chill me to death. Um, then this goes back to a statement I made a very long time ago, which is some people are likable. Some people are lovable. You might just be likable. But if you want to transition that, right, if you would like to transition from being a likable person to a lovable person, planning the dates, number one, lays down a, 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 a format of what you like and what you consider to be a good date, right? So if you plan the dates, but like, hey, you know what? I want to plan the first few dates or whatever. First of all, it throws him off balance. Ain't no dude. Dudes ain't had nobody plan dates for us, right? Like, that doesn't happen. Us guys out here, that doesn't happen. So when you have someone else plan a date for you, you go, damn, yo, that's a, yo, she really planned this? And then over time, he he himself, most times, if he's a decent person, this is how you know you're dealing with a decent person or not. Because not all fuckboys are bad people. They just, you know, um, can't control themselves. And they're lazy. But... Uh, this makes him go, damn, you know, like, this is real different. You set yourself apart. A lot of people would love to believe that they're different. America and, and the world has tried to tell you that you're special. You're not. You're not special. Like, nobody knows that you're different from anybody else when they first meet you. Like, no one, no one meets you and stabs you in the stomach at the same time except psychopaths, right? Like, so, other than that, we wouldn't know that you're a bad person. So, so this whole, like, oh, that's bullshit. You lay that path down. Now you set a good format for what you what you accept as good dates. Now, if he doesn't do that, you can always refer back. But like, hey, look at the uh, the answer is in the beginning of the book, sir. I showed you the format. You can't Netflix and chill me after I just planned this amazing hangout. Like we went and and we were shooting uh, half court shots before the game at the Wizards, and we got autographs and took pictures, and you was all pressed to take pictures with the cheerleaders, whatever ladies y'all want to say to the dude who's been Netflix and chilling you to death, you got to refer him back. Now, if you let him start it off, and he's cool with Netflix and then chilling, and then all of a sudden you pop up upset with Netflix and chilling, but that's how it started, like, he's going to look at you crazy. He's going to look at you absolutely crazy, and not everybody knows how to date, because once again, this goes back to the very beginning. 
Some dudes are out here just saying that they want ass. And some dudes are out here saying that they want relationships from the gate. So they never even knew, like, how to build it. They didn't ever... The dude who was just saying that he wants ass never knew how to really cultivate a real relationship. The dude who said he wanted a relationship never had been in one. And was... Ne- and so he just didn't know. He didn't know what to do. He... He... He, you don't know about his past too much, and you didn't lay the foundation for what you wanted to accept. So there he is. He's going to go out here and go with the easiest way to get the most. Yo, everything in you know, the society teaches you to do the least and to get the most. You have apps in your phone allow you to plan your whole vacation without leaving your bed. You got... You got, uh, fucking, uh, we got cars instead of walking. We got airplanes instead of a horse and buggy. Like, everything is telling you that you can do less and go further. So why do we as people believe that we're the exception? We're not. You're not the exception. I'm not the exception. She's not the exception. You're not. No, none of us are the exception to be treated like, oh, I'm going to give this person less. My job gives me less, and I work hard as a motherfucker. The society will do that to you. So unless you're going to take the steps... To say, like, I'm going to plan it out from jump. Like, I don't care if he approached me or not. I'm going to tell him, like, hey, I got the first date. I want to plan the first few dates. Then you don't give him anything to judge it off. Now, if you've tried that and that didn't work, hey, I didn't say that was the strategy. It's up to you to think of a different strategy. You can't go into every relationship with the same strategy and you're getting the same results and you blame it all on men. Like, it ain't, that ain't the case. Like, you got to come up doing something different. I, you know, I, I, I tell everybody, people should really, really take their time, you know, before they're uh, uh, getting into relationships. They should learn to appreciate the person. Um, you know, I tend not to, to miss people. That's a big flaw of mine or whatever. So um, my, my, my alternative to that is that I really push quality time more than the quantity of time in order to really appreciate um appreciate people and like i said this is all about black love this is all about uh uh, uh um, you know black history month uh, so we can't let history just keep repeating itself right and if we want to further uh black love then we got to try something different um anyway whew, i feel like i've been ranting hard uh do I got anything else for you? Like, nah, I definitely don't got anything left. Um, so number one, I don't really uh keep y'all um for too long. I think I already gave y'all something off of Step Brothers, but I've been listening to Step Brothers beyond heavy. Um, so I mean, I'm not gonna get that to you. Um, instead, I'm gonna go with my boy Kent Jones. I don't know if I've done anything from Kent Jones. Uh, he's signed to We the Best. Uh, he had that song that was really, I can't, I don't remember the name of that song. Um, but it was like really, really catchy last year and everyone was speaking different languages and stuff like that. But anyway, he got a really, really dope record, um, that's out now called the love tape. Uh, so I wanted to get y'all on the intro to the love tape, uh, which was a summertime lover. So everybody check out, uh, Kent Jones with uh, summertime lover. Are these pictures of you? My mama said, boy, stay from my autumn feelings. She made me wanna just say, fuck these bitches. She said, fuck the world, and I say, mind they business. She said that tonight we gon' be grand wishes. 
So baby, we can skip the dinner, skip the kisses Clear off the table, girl, you look delicious Every girl, they wanna be my missus But baby, you're the only one a nigga missing A nigga missing, you can be You can be my summertime lover You can be my summertime lover Breakfast in bed the day after we left dance. All right, all right, all right. So that was Kent Jones with Summertime Lover. Um, I want to tell you guys, thank you. Uh, this episode makes it one year I've been doing uh, GPE. Um, I want to tell you guys, you guys have been amazing. I love the feedback. I'm very, very happy to be doing the podcast. Uh, don't know how long I'll do it. I never really made an end goal for it. I never really had a lot of goals for it. Um, I do want to continue to bring another side of, uh, of uh, another view, another point of view to a lot of y'all. Um, I do want to continue to grow with you guys. Uh, so, uh, please feel free. You can follow me on uh, Instagram at the greatest podcast ever, uh, GP, um, as well as you can follow myself on uh, Instagram at the great slash B. Uh, don't worry, Gab and Claudia will be here eventually, but she's trying to get these books together. So uh, let her study, okay, y'all? Stop texting and asking where's Claudia. Uh, the boy Gab will be here. Uh, We're working on tons of music, so don't mind him. But um, everybody, you can follow them at Gab Fisher, which is G A B dot Fisher, uh, F I S. H E R and uh, Miss uh, and Claudia at Miss Claudia J. Um, other than that, uh, like I said, I never keep you too long. Remember, it's never too late to be great. And we out.